Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a very special podcast. It's called Movie Week 2019. Ding, 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 ding. Part one. Yeah. Not in the title, but you can. That's just like background. Okay, cool. That's also not. The title's over now, okay? Stop thinking this is the title, everybody. Okay, this is our experiences seeing a film at the cinemas one per night for a whole week, Sunday to Sunday. We did it, guys. We couldn't afford to do it, but we did it anyway. We're, we're very broke. Poor. We're very broke now. We should have done this. It's a bad idea. This is what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> movie week, though. Had to do it. So you got to make sacrifices for movie week. Mm-hmm. The caveats? Yeah. Can't go to the same cinema again. Different cinema every night. Yep. Has to be a different movie every night. Yep. Use it as an excuse to, like, go to cinemas you wouldn't normally. Mm-hmm. And this time, we didn't see a film we'd already seen at the cinema, but in the future... Might have to. No. There'll be some future iterations of this, but this is it for now. We're doing two parts. We saw eight films, so you know, four and four. We started on Sunday night, 21st July, if you're interested, really. I don't really care. We saw Apollo 11 at Indrapilly event. Okay, Sinead, tell me, talk me through the experience for you. What are your categories to rate these on? Oh, we should think of categories. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, movie, clearly, is going to be one. Movie. The cinema experience, I think. Okay. Value for money. Value for money. Good idea. Um, General thoughts and feelings, that sort of thing. Yeah. Should we rate each of the three categories out of five, giving a total score and- of out of 15 to find what the true best <laughs> Movie experience of the week was. Look, if you really want to, you can. I really want. Okay, <laughs> you be in I'll, charge I'll of the. You be in that. charge of the records. Don't say that you're giving like giving me a little job on the side to keep me quiet. Oh, I'm just gonna say a few comments. All right, we'll try to keep this short and sweet, but we'll get into the. All right, she's. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, I, I was worried you'd hear the. These are my notes. I can't prepared. No one cares. Is anyone listening? They've all turned off by okay. now. Okay, <laughs> Apollo Eleven. What we saw. Yes. Now, it's a documentary about, guess what, Apollo 11. We saw it the day, like 50 years to the day. Well, the day after here in Australia, anyway. Almost 50 years to the day of the actual mission to the moon. Mm-hmm. And bloody hell, it's a good documentary. All archive footage. Mm-hmm. Some of it hasn't been seen before. Well, it has, obviously. And it just takes you from, like... It goes through the whole day, the whole week of the guys up there, mm-hmm. them on the moon, them come back, mm-hmm. and it's just like, wow. It's like, straight up, hey, everybody, guess what? So what happened. Yeah. Well, did you say it's from footage of the time? I said it's archive footage, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes it different. There's no, like, interviews with people now and, like, no, talking about it's, it. It's literally, like, as it's happening, it's, this is what it's they're going through. Solely, it's almost like... 
hey, you guys think this didn't happen? Guess what? It did. Yeah. Here's a proof. There's no narration, no framing device. It's just like, mm-hmm. where to go. Pretty awesome. Go to woe. I always say where to go, but that doesn't make any sense, does it? Whoa! To go. I guess you go before you woe. They had to, like, launch the rocket before they were, like, on the moon. Sorry. A bit confused by what you're saying there, but all right. <laughs> now, did you enjoy the film as well? Yes, I loved it. I was really surprised. Maybe it's just because I'm dumb. But how much suspense they man- managed to, like, mm. draw out of the thing. Like, no. I know that... I know that it happened. I know that they're okay. Not because you're dumb, though. It's good filmmaking. Well, there you go. Good filmmaking. Yeah. But I was actually like, are they going to, (laughs) like, attach the thing with... Like, I know that they do, but what was that bit called? Where they had to, like... They they popped an end off and then they had to come back Mm. and then spin and then, like, chunk into the little doop. It's called the pump of the chunk and the dunk, obviously. (laughs) No, it's really good how it explains all that because... I don't know when you were when you learned about this when you were a kid, but you might have read a bit out of a book and then they showed you maybe a clip of it, if that. You know, especially our childhood, we didn't have screens as much as they do now in classrooms. Yeah. Never sat down and watched the whole thing like this. No. So I think it's necessary. And, like, obviously it all happened, right? And I'm 100% with them. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but still a large part of me is like, wow, that it's almost Pretty impossible. Cool. No, it's like... I almost can't believe it, even though I know it happened, because it's so amazing. Really? Just think about them. They're just there one day. Next minute, they're on the moon. Ridiculous. Imagine being up there. The thing is, though, this shows so much evidence, which you said is like a huge F you to everyone who doesn't think it happened. Mm. Like, if this didn't happen, it may as well have. The amount of effort that they've put into this, the amount of money, the amount of people Mm. that would have been in on it, like, just let them have it, you know? I'm not... There are people who don't believe this for all sorts of reasons, but I think there's got to be a part of them which is like, because it's so amazing, yeah. they can't believe it. Which is incredible, know? isn't it, that humans yeah. can do something that yeah. half the population, I don't know, could be two people, don't believe because yeah, it's so uh, it's, incredible. It's the vocal minority, I believe, really. But still, wow. I learned stuff about it that I didn't even know, like mm-hmm. that they had to go around the world once to get into the orbit right or something so that they could like shoot off at the right time and mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. the fact that they figured out their communication stuff wasn't going to work on the yeah. other side of the moon and they had to be there at the right time so that they could leave mm. like everything was there were so many things that had mm. to go right and what about being michael collins when he's just up in the spaceship by himself oh, on the other like on the other side of the moon and he's like literally the furthest away from no contact to anybody it's like you, d- you don't want to make boom. a wrong move there, do you? And no. then it's like, boom, it's gone the wrong way. <laughs> anyway, great film. Really recommend it. And see it on the biggest screen you can. One thing mm. I would have liked were some subtitles. Yeah. Because possibly. a lot of the audio was coming from, like, the shuttle, obviously, mm. and it was very electronic and hard yeah. to hear. So if we get this, which I would like to, for, like, future knowledge and sharing with people, yeah. um, I definitely watch it with subtitles on. Fair enough. Fun fact. Fair enough. Because I think I missed a good chunk of the movie because I didn't know what was happening. Okay. Cinema experience. Wait, movie. Are oh, you doing cinema oh, experience you, first? No, you can write it now. Go for it. Right, Where movie. I'm going to give it, as a film, four out of five stars. Okay. What are you giving it? Five stars. Okay, so we'll average it and say 4.5 then. It has to be a, a, I thought a we'd give, thing. Okay. I thought we were giving our own oh. scores. Oh, Okay, yes, I like that better. Clearly so, you should have thought about this before we 
start talking these on These are mine. All right. And these are yours. All right. So what am I giving it? Four out of five. What are you giving it? Five. Five. <laughs> I like keeping our records. My idea for a snappy okay, podcast sorry. is really working. Cinema experience. Well, talk me through it, though. Okay. I don't like that you have to have tickets before you can go to the bathrooms. Yeah, there are the bathrooms around, but in that area. But they're a bit nicer because of that. So, all right, not so much the cinema experience as the bathroom experience. But let's get let's keep going with this. It's, it's good. also like a very big foyer and nothing's happening. They have magnetic tables. We went with some people who came a bit late. Um, the cinema was busy, but not too busy. I don't know. I think it's cool. I've got fine. Oh, just, yeah, it's okay. This though. is the cinema experience. Fine. Yeah, okay. I'm going to give it three stars. Me too. Value for money. Very expensive. It was very expensive. I'm going to say one. Actually, two. I'm going to say 1.5. Okay. So, this means your total was 10 out of 15 for this. Yeah, that's pretty good. Overall. Mm-hmm. Mine was 8.5. Why do you hate it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I hated it that much. I'm sorry. No, the movie did most of the work there. All right. So the next night, 22nd July, if you're following along, Monday. <laughs> what day was? We went to Palace Cinemas. We did. Barracks, best ones. Don't worry about James Street. Don't worry about James Street. I mean, it's nice there, but it's like it's hard to get to, you know? It's very anyway. Barracks, great. Parking, pretty expensive, but like, you know, it's all right. It gets validated. Still be expensive. That's good sushi though. Great sushi. That's part of the experience for us. Anyway, we saw The White Crow, directed by Rafe Fiennes, and it's about Rudolf Nureyev. No? Nureyev? Nureyev. Who knows? He was a ballet dancer from the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. And look, spoilers are in part of this. He defects to Paris, right? To France after a trip. And he's the bloody best ballet dancer in the world. And it's a good movie. I liked it. And it's not one we would have seen, probably, otherwise. We would have like, oh, that looks good, but we'll never get around to it. But movie week, everybody. Hey. Mm-hmm. Pulling through. What do you reckon? Um, it was very long. Mm-hmm. It was a very long movie. It was a beautiful movie to watch. Cinematography was lovely. Yeah. Love shot choices. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Imagine Ray Fiennes in any of his movie roles. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt in a movie. <laughs> like soft and gentle and a bit, mm. a bit But long. with a bit of an edge and to a bit, it. Ooh, a bit ooh, you know. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> I don't think I can very accurately review this film, though. Why is that? I knew there were two different timelines, okay? Him as a boy and him as a thing. And I kept getting confused whether he was in Russia or in France, and then he's living with them, but he's not living with them. And then we left the movie, and Lonnie informed me that there are actually three timelines, not two. So I don't know what I watched, but it was very confusing. <laughs> very disorienting for you, I imagine. There weren't any, um, what are they called? The name for them, like, the titles, yeah. No, different name. Super, supers. Super, supers. No, that's Super, supers. <laughs> Superimposed Texas. Anyway. Somewhere. So didn't need it because he's know. such a good director and it's well written. Yeah, and clearly he's in Paris for some of it, and clearly he's back in Russia. Well, he's in a 
ballet studio in an enclosed building. It's very mm. difficult to see which city he's in. Why was he training? When this was I was confused. <laughs> I was like, "Who's your teacher? Is it Ray or the other guy?" I don't want to lay the point, but did you get confused when at the start they've on the bus and they're all ballet dancers, and then there's a scene where he's like asked to be in the ballet school? Yeah, I thought it was a different ballet school. <laughs> okay. Because I thought he was like in a ballet school and he's trying to get to like a better one and then a better one and then a better right. one. Fair enough. It's very reminiscent of Mao's Last Dancer, if anyone's mm-hmm, seen that. Mm-hmm. He had a very interesting and full life after this. So it's just kind of a slice of life. Doesn't seem like the nicest person. Oh, doesn't seem like it. But Also, I want to know if the end thing happened exactly how it happened. In the airport when he had mm. to go up to them. Oh, my God. That's pretty intense, wasn't it? It's pretty intense. I love that effect. Not, be- not because I hate my country, but just like it seems fun, doesn't it? Just for a little bit. Just for yeah. a thrill. <laughs> and like... Given right circumstances, you know, be cool. Hmm. One day, maybe. Okay, cinema experience. So, movie first. I'm going to give it four stars. Really? Good movie. Okay. I'm going to give it like 2.5. Hmm. Cinema experience, though. Love Palace. What'd you give it for? Yeah. Love Palace. We actually broke Lonnie's cardinal sin of truck tops. No, we didn't. Okay. You can have the chalk top before the film. You can't have it during the film. It's a ridiculous concept to have it during the film. Yeah. The ice cream. Okay. You can't say what you're doing we with it. We had the chalk top before sticky. the film as Lonnie wanted to do, everybody. Belgian chocolate. Best chalk tops. Honestly, yeah. at Palace. Don't even bother getting a chalk top anywhere else. But Palace ones. Oh, so good. To be honest, we could have probably done a bit better movie week with money if we hadn't got a few treats along the way, and that's okay, you know? You're seeing a movie at seven. You've got to go see, have dinner beforehand. Mm-hmm. What's near there? Sushi, which we love. Cinema experience, I'm going to give, I think I'm going to give it 4.5 out of 5. Okay, I cool. really enjoyed it. The cinema was busy. Well, not busy, actually. There were maybe like, there were three other couples and they were all elderly couples. So we were like bringing down the demographic. Mm-hmm. What are you giving cinema experience? I'm going to give it four stars. Because we're out, they're all nice cinemas there. But there's one cinema, if you sit in the wrong seat at the barracks, it's smelly. Oh, <laughs> isn't there? That one, yeah, the like one cinema, cinema three, right think. at the back mm. always smells like feet. Always. Anyway, was it, it wasn't that one. That's always good. Value for money is going to be very good on this one because you know what we did? We mm. went on Monday night, which mm. is barracks' mm-hmm. like cheap Tuesday equivalent. Yeah, I'm part of a movie club, so. Value for money. What are you giving it? Four stars. Me too. This means. Your total is 12 out of 15. Well, that's surprising, but Palace is good. So My total is 11 out of 15. Mm, okay. Strong contender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next movie. Well, next movie. Well. <sighs> Be prepared for some rants, everybody. All right. Yes, so on Tuesday, 23rd, we went to the Maya Center event cinemas and Brisbane, by the way. Do you know that? We're in Brisbane. How cool is that? Anyway, we saw The Secret Life of Pets 2. Now, Sanae in particular, but I also, huge fan of the first one. Mainly because we love Jack Russell Terriers, main dogs, Jack Russell Terrier. We love pets in general. Lots of pets in this. And. For, like, it wasn't the most original movie, but it was, like, 
beautiful to look at and cool characters. This one. I'm last, really angry. It's nice to look at. I'm really angry. I'll put it that way. I'm really angry. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so here's the thing. This film is awful. It is absolutely horrible. And I want to have my memory wiped because I'm really annoyed at it. Okay. Quick rant. Here's definitely what happened. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had an idea for a story about Max and Max is going to go to the farm. Mm-hmm. And then big studio execs came in and went, nah, people are going to want to see Chloe and Gidget. They're going to want to see the, the, I don't know why he talks like this, but the studio exec talks like this and you, they're going to want to see the, the characters when you sell merch. And they're like, all right, let's have a secondary story with, with Chloe then. That, that'll work. Oh, and let's have a third story with Gidget. And then let's have another story about a tiger for reasons, because we're making a kid's film and we've lost all um, impetus to make an intelligent kid's film. We're just going to make memes. And this is the issue with this film, the memification of films. I hate it so much. Every second line in this film is just so a kid can go, ha ha, a fart joke. That's hilarious. That's exactly what this is. I hate it. I hate it so much. The point of Max in the first movie is that he overcame his insecurities, okay, to share his life with Doug, Doug, Duke, (laughs) share his life with Duke, and he's grown. This movie, straight back to square one. He's insecure. He's paranoid. He doesn't know what to do. He's going to see a a psychotherapist vet because he's got behavioral problems, and oh my God, he needs to get over it, and ah, and then he learns to be himself and be brave in a farm, and then ends up right back where he was at the end of the first movie. The secondary storyline, which I can't even believe I'm addressing, Gidget loses a toy. The end. (laughs) There is, I think, an agenda by anti-cat people who are producing this movie at the end with the credits. There were only like two people who had little videos with their cats because the, the cleverest thing you can think of to do cats is a crazy cat lady. And cats being awful. Oh, aren't we so clever? Because we know that cats don't like people. And that's the thing that everyone thinks. And oh, how good are we? Second storyline. Chloe doing what? Teaching Gidget to be a cat? I mean, sure. That had some funny moments. Again, I think you really hate cats though. It shouldn't be called Secret Life of Pets. They should be called Secret Life of Dogs. Because it's made by dog lovers who are bigots. My point is... Third storyline, the tiger, the tiger. Why is Kevin Hart A in this film, just as it is, can't answer. Why do we have this new thing that's in vogue to have snarky, like comedic actors play really cute characters and that's that's the joke. The joke is he's a bunny robot but he talks like real, that's it. He rescues a tiger from a circus. Are you hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth? They get the tiger to live with the cat lady? Why is this a thing? What is this? Secret Life of Pets, yet we're worrying about a tiger and then there's this whole action sequence at the end where they all get together because it's like, oh, shit, there's only 20 minutes left of the movie and Max has to reunite with the other people and he's got to come back from his thing and I guess we have to wrap all this up somehow. So suddenly the tiger is now in Max's storyline, even though that had nothing to do with him at all. It's basically from a totally separate film. 
And then we have some action sequence where they're trying to kill a bunch of wolves and like a main circus director who's basically Christoph Waltz in Water for Elephants. And that's, and then the cat, I, I. <sighs> I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I hate this movie. I hate every single thing about it. I am so annoyed because I have never seen a movie set up such a perfect movie and then go right in the other direction. Honestly, that's what happened. The kid. The kid was the movie, okay? I know it's basic. I know you've done it before. You basically did it in movie one, which is probably why you're advised not to do it in movie two. How cool would that have been? Max has has learned to share being a dog with Duke, but then when a baby comes along, that's a whole new element that he has to learn about. But no, it's solved in two seconds in what is admittedly a very nice montage. But that's your movie. And just because you come on in a second movie, is it the same director? I don't know. Second movie, and you don't want to make that movie, you want to do your own thing, which you can't do fully anyway because I doubt studio execs will let you do exactly what you wanted, merch, etc., children's movie, blah. Must be dumb, obviously, because there are no intelligent children's movies ever made. See Up, see Inside Out, see any other movie ever. I've lost my point. My point is... I don't like it when movies that are sequels just say, give a big middle finger to the first movie and everything it set up and everything it tried to do and go, nah, I'm just going to make my own movie. I'm going to be selfish and just make the movie that I want to make, which you couldn't even do in the first place because you couldn't. You're a sequel. You have to deal with some conventions. You can't change the breed of your dog, for example. That was the movie. You could have done that movie so well if it was obviously too basic for you which is the reason why you didn't go with it that means you could have done something different with it you could have done something so great and you could have been the best movie of that kind but you didn't and I don't understand why why everyone would have loved to see that movie he can stay in New York he can talk to his friends again maybe the baby goes missing for a day and they go on an adventure around New York or something if you really want to have that kind of thing you know, maybe the whole thing about like um, the surveillance system could have been established a little bit more, how he's got people around the city looking out for the kid because he loves the kids so much. Like, I'm so annoyed. And we have a little Max stuffed toy and we have a little Chloe stuffed toy because they remind us of our pets. And now I can't really look at them the same. And I'll never forgive you, producers. Never!
Right, I'm back. Did you say anything while I was gone? Do you, like, you like the movie? Or? <laughs> I'm sorry. I oh, Harrison Ford, who just definitely like rang in one day and they just recorded his lines. What is he doing in this film? He doesn't need to be in this film. No one's seeing the film for Harrison Ford. <sighs> As I said, they just followed him around for a day, recorded <laughs> him, and then worked his character based on what he just said. What he said. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I agree with everything you said. Pretty bad movie. Zero stars for you? No. I'm going to give it... Is it harsh to give it 0.5? Look, it is. And you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to give 0.5 stars for the montage. That's it. I'm out. All right. One star for me. Cinema experience, though. I quite like the Maya Center cinemas. Oh, where did we see this? Maya Center. Yeah. Yeah. They're not my favourite, as we've discussed mm -hmm. last night. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't understand why they have a box office if no one's ever at the box office and you have to go to the candy yeah. bar. Yeah, why enough. hasn't it been updated since the year 2000? Why is it mm. always dirty? Which, what's dirty about it? I don't know. Just the grotty foyer. I think it's fine. Dinner experience for you? Mm, three and a half stars. Um, cinema experience for me, I'm going to give two and a half, like mm. right down the middle. I know. Value for money. Cheap Tuesday. It was fine. Cheap Tuesday. Four stars. Actually, three stars because the value we got from the movie wasn't that good. Ah, interesting. Interesting. I'll give the same then. Three out of five. Okay. That's good. <laughs> You're at 7.5 out of 15. I am at six. Let's be honest, the cinema's doing most of the heavy lifting there, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we go from the worst film of the week to potentially the best one. Potentially. On the 24th, we went to Newmarket Reading Cinemas, a kind of new addition, newish addition to the cinema life of Brisbane. And you know what? A bloody welcome one. And we saw Booksmart. Ding 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 ding. We're ding 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 Why are we ding books what? Good movie. Yeah, it's directed by Olivia Wilde, which like, please make more movies, Olivia. Bloody great, aren't you? Uh and it's you know, it's like the female super bad, but better than super bad, you know? Bit smarter, bit cleverer. But I haven't seen it. I can't. The best film of the week. Book smart. Maybe, Your thoughts? Maybe. maybe. Well, maybe. Okay. All right. Probably, though. Probably. But, like, <laughs> okay. maybe. Okay. We we love YA films and stories. Yeah. And there is, you know, a bit of a, well, I was going to say a bit of a dearth in ones for female audiences, but not so much recently. Well, female characters, I should say. But not probably ones that really capture the experience in this way. Mm-hmm. And I obviously can't say that it was true to my life, but there are certain parts of it that were. The idea of being like the cool kid doesn't go to parties and stuff, that's me. I still <laughs> don't go to parties. No one invites me. Oh. I wouldn't go anyway, probably. So, you know. <laughs> this is really what's sad. The real, what's the real problem? <laughs> okay. But I, I, do, I was thinking through this. A lot of the film was about 
communication and these people never talk to each other and they talk to each other and they realise, oh, we could have been friends all along sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the cool kids don't like her because she's annoying and she's annoying and doesn't like the cool kids because she thinks they're stupid. And mm-hmm. a bit of a circle, you know. Mm-hmm. And there is a bit of that, like, you know, there are legitimate reasons not to like someone at school and in life if they're a bully or whatever, but also if you just talk to somebody, you can kind of see the things you have in common and, and reach a, some sort of friendship. What do you think of that? Loved it. Fair enough. <laughs> do you think, though, like, you can think back to times in your life, in school particularly, because this one is set in that, and it's like, all your problems could have been solved if you just talked to the person. I know. <laughs> but you just, for whatever reason, you don't. Anyway, what do you think of the concept of this film, Sine? Loved it. So it's the last night before graduation, and there are some parties going on, as apparently happens in real life. Again, no one told me. So these girls want to go to the cool kids party for the first time. Sort of for the last time. Yeah, to exactly. Have the, you know, traditional school, high school experience. experience. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But they end up going to a few different parties. My favorite party, by far, mm-hmm. the murder mystery party. I know you were going to say. And one scene in particular, <laughs> the very first bit. When he gives them the rolls. No. Oh, down the stairs. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> the butler. Comes to the door. <laughs> so terrifying. <laughs> oh my god. The funniest moment I've seen like doll. in 2019. <laughs> He's so committed to his role as a butler. Very funny. <laughs> so good. Um how did it feel to you as a woman? As a woman. The butler being, I mean, <laughs> the whole film. I loved this film yeah, so right much. Cool. I can't help but compare it to Lady Bird just because they're sort yeah, of similar-ish yeah. movies dealing with mm-hmm, similar-ish mm-hmm. themes. Same girl. At yeah. the same time. Same girl. Yeah, she's Lady Bird's friend, isn't she? Is she? Beanie. Jonah Hill's sister. Yeah, yeah, she's a friend in Lady Bird as well. Wow. Okay. I've just had my mind blown. Um, I feel this is one of those movies that I love but mm. it also really hurt to watch oh because I found it very a bit too real oh this happened to you did it without the party bit did you go to a murder mystery night I didn't go to a murder mystery night did the butler come to the door the butler didn't come to the door <laughs> what do you mean Sunday? I mean that I don't know. I just felt really sad at the end mm. and her big speech at graduation and stuff just really touched me. Yeah. And I was like a very good student who studied all the time mm. and I didn't allow myself to have experiences either, um, not because I was too busy studying but because I was too afraid to. Oh. And it just made me a bit, my heart hurt a little bit about like my, my lost and forgotten youth that I will never get back. Well, you know what we're going to do? We've got a 21 Jump Street this year. No. <laughs> we're going back to school. It's my worst nightmare, honestly. Do you have those stress nightmares where they're like, oh, sorry, something's gone wrong, you have to go do year 12 again? I have a recurring nightmare. <laughs> I'm worried about even saying it because I'm worried it'll start like an investigation and then it'll actually be true. <laughs> but I never did one particular assignment. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you never handed in this assignment. Mm. And I'm like, you never graduated English. That means you have to go back. And, oh, my God, I'm terrified. Anyway. That's a great idea for a movie. I loved 
the actors in this film, similar mm-hmm. to the best actors, mm. where they're not actors. Olivia just got the actual people. Yeah. And just followed them around. And I've seen Caitlin Diva in lots of things. She was in Justified when she was, you know, five or six years ago, so she must have been quite little then. And she was also the girl in Baby Beautiful Baby Boy. <laughs> beautiful Boy. Okay. Beautiful baby boy. <laughs> Where Different the baby, realm. Where the baby come from? She is the junkie girlfriend in that. Yeah. Okay. And seemingly a wonderful actress, or is this person in real life? Who knows? Yeah. But it honestly felt like we not all the characters, not all the actors, I should say, but the main two girls in particular, it just felt like there was a camera following around two yeah. regular people. I loved, like, this is where it strayed from Lady Bird. Lady Bird's more about her particular experience and people that come mm. in and out of her orbit. This yeah. film is about the two best friends. Yeah. Equally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just reminded me of, like, competition I had with my best friend at the time and ways that we'd talk to each other and... The scene at the party where they scream at each other and there's no dialogue and it's just one shot is I loved, like, that is worth seeing the film alone for that sequence where she gets out of the pool and is looking for her. Yeah. It was so good. And I just, I don't know, there was something so real about this film. It made me not want to share it. Like, I don't know. Mm. It's one of those movies that's done that thing to me again where, like, it's just seemed like it was made for me. Isn't that so good? And I don't think it would have been different in a diff- different cinema, that that feeling, but mm. great bloody cinema, great audience we were with pretty much. Mm. So that makes it all the better. They laugh at the right moments. Yeah. We're all on board with it all. Yeah. No one talked. No one had the phones out. And, you know, it's annoying. We just looked at uh, Secret Life Pets 2. It's grossed $300 million. This one's grossed $23 million apparently. Yeah. Should be switched, shouldn't it? it should if be. it's going by value for... I was really Money. worried that this wasn't going to come to Australia because I've heard about it for like the last six mm, months and I was like, well, who's showing it? When's it coming? And I'm so glad it did. And it's a shame because it hasn't made a whole lot of money and so people will be like, won't do it next time. You know, but hopefully they don't. This is a great movie. They will. The, this has had like universal critical response. So yeah, The problem though in terms of money is that we went to it. We went to the only cinema in Brisbane just about. It was mm. playing it at 7 o'clock. Everyone else was playing else, it during the day. During 1 o'clock or 9 o'clock. And that, if your target audience are like teenagers who are there or... At school. Or school, or <laughs> even young people who might uh-huh. be at uni or work during work. the day and or if they're working, young people do in like mm-hmm. you know, retail or whatever or bars and stuff, they can't do that in nighttime necessarily, hospitality workers. But it just seemed odd to me that wouldn't be on. Well, our cinema was almost full because it was like one of the... It was literally yeah. the only session yeah, that, in Brisbane that was playing at a good exactly time. Exactly right. Like Lion King was having every other cinema though probably in... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. One thing I didn't like about the film. Mm. <laughs> with all judgment, is uh, I just don't like I don't know. When you explain it as like the super bad link of mm. that sort of crass humour. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. It went into that territory maybe once or twice and I just don't find that funny. I just switch off and don't respond to it. And there were just a couple of moments with that. The other thing I didn't like was, well, I just thought it was actually it kind of links into that, was the whole um, drug thing. I didn't mind that they had the drugs and everything. It was very convenient that they just started to feel the effects of the dr- drugs as it was being explained to them. But I think you said this, that they're having the exact same psychedelic experience at the uh, same time uh, as dolls. It always annoys me. And apparently reading on Wikipedia, Lee Wilde 
when she came on as director was like, I want this thing to happen where they have an experience when they think they're dolls and ask the writer to like make up a, like try and fit it in. Weird thing to request. So it's a weird, like, I'll do it on one condition. Yeah, dolls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd, and that I'd, whole I'd, thing I'd, where she like got naked as a doll and like touched herself and stuff. I just I've didn't. never understood those shared hallucinogenic experiences. I guess mm-hmm. maybe like, oh, they were on the same drugs of it'll induce the same thing. But like, what? Seriously? Yeah. I just didn't like that whole bit. But anyway. Um, I okay. Two little, two little caveats, but I think overall, great movie. Yeah. How many stars are you going to get it? If there was a score in between 4.5 and 5, I'd give it that. But I feel like we can't do that, can we? You're not going to let me. <laughs> Look, I don't like doing it myself personally, having half points, but I did it before, so... I'm giving it five. So can I do five? 4.75? I suppose so. Thank you. What are you going to say? Like who's... You. No one's listening anyway, so it's all good. Cinema experience. Five stars for me. Actually, four and a half. For the reason that I'm going to say? Oh, not not the exact same, but similar. Just say it. They just... <laughs> <laughs> they have reclining seats, but only the back goes back, not the feet. And it hits my neck a little weirdly, so... <laughs> I can't sit back properly. Docking half a point because of where the seat hits you. It's the cinema experience. Also, there's not enough seating in the foyer. Yeah. And if you're in the afternoon, the sun comes in at a weird angle and yeah. it gets very bright there. Anyway. It's... Okay, what are you giving? 4.5? Yes. Me too. Value for money. Yeah, I'm going to go five stars. I'm going to go four. It's pretty cheap there. It's And it's always cheap. Everybody. You don't have to be a special member or whatever. They have sushi there. They have... Mm-hmm. Um, free parking under four hours. Free but parking under four hours. Pretty they much have all schnitz. They have grilled. They have zambreros. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have a coals if you need to pop in and get yeah. free drink snacks. Actually, that's my one complaint. That there were two girls in front of us who got smoothies in a cinema. Don't come in here trying to be healthy. We all know what we're doing with our frozen cokes and our popcorn. But they also got little bags of chocolates. And I was like, I mean, guess be savvy, but like, weird combo. Weird combo. Smoothie and chocolates. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you gave it 14.5 out of 15. It's, it's the winner so far, isn't it? And I gave it mm, maths. I think 13.1, 13. 13.25. Mm-hmm. Is that right? To be honest, I wasn't really looking. 13. Point- Two, five out of 15. I think that's what I get. So that's it for part one. Ooh, we'll be moving next episode, part two, be better than, than Booksmart. Probably not. I think we should keep secret what we saw Ooh. as part two. So you don't know whether it was better or not. Ooh, right. Mystery. <laughs> we a whole week. Ooh. Do you or care? A few days, who knows? We'll, we'll see when we put the schedule out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for being here. I'm, I'm I'm sure you're glad you spent 40 minutes of your time on this. I'm glad I did. Was 30 minutes about me ranting about Secret Life of Pets? Yeah, it was poetry in motion. I'm very sorry. (laughs) I don't know what came over me. (laughs) I got very passionate. (laughs) All right, well, maybe she'll get passionate next week. I got to weed. I didn't mean that. But see you next time. No, you don't finish (laughs) it there. Two, five out of 15. I think that's what I get. Eight. Eight. You got 15. Four. You've got taken off. Where are we? Here. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah, half a point. Half a point, so that's... And then 0.25 of a point. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. If I, Hang on, if I gave up half a point and then 0.25, that's only 0.75 of a point. So it should be 14.25, wouldn't it? No. Yeah, it should. I'm, I'm, sick of, is, I'm sick of this. Yours is 14.5, so mine's 14.25, because I only gave 0.25 less than you. That's the same, and that's the same. Oh, no. Oh, I gave it at half. Yeah. yeah. I'm right. Let's check. It's too late to be maths for me, so I'm just going to... 4.75 plus 4.5 plus 4. There you oh. Go. Hey, that, that. Okay. <laughs> so good. A little joke for us. No one else can get that. All right. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 